Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Today on the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Overnight, the latest violence in the city involved an innocent teenage girl. A stray bullet invades a home and hits a 15-year-old girl in the leg. I'm Sean Adams in St. Albans, Queens. At last night's debate, Governor Kathy Hochul came under attack by her opponents for her past support of the NRA's gun agenda. We are 10 years behind because people in Congress were doing the bidding of the NRA. We remember the boardwalk fire that ended up revitalizing Long Branch, New Jersey in our WCBS News Radio 88 Seconds and Sound. It's Wednesday. It is the 8th day of June. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning. I'm Paul Murnane. Craig Allen says some sunshine around today. Temps in the 80s, but then the rain is back tonight, and it could be heavy at times right through tomorrow morning. Someone sitting inside of a house in Queens was the random victim of gunfire outside the house as one of the bullets pierced the wall and hit her. Sean Adams is outside that home in St. Albans. Sean, the victim is a teenage girl? Yeah, a 15-year-old girl, and she was just simply sitting in her dining room 11 o'clock last night. While outside, police say a multitude of bullets, one of them punched into the girl's home and struck her shin. She's recovering. Police at this hour do not believe she was the intended target. So detectives are uh, they are working this case. They're trying to figure out what happened, who was shooting, and why. This occurred on 113th Road off of Francis Lewis Boulevard in St. Albans. This is a narrow road. It's home to tiny brick uh, English-style cottages. Several homes here have security cameras and those doorbell cameras. Uh, so police uh, were here well into the wee hours uh, gathering evidence. And uh, this morning, officers are still guarding the home. Paul, Wayne. Sean Adams on the story this morning. Mayor Eric Adams will be in D.C. today. He'll be talking about guns with the House Oversight and Reform Committee on Gun Violence. He'll join survivors and relatives of recent mass shootings. Adams and the mayors before him have complained in vain about the iron pipeline of guns that have been smuggled up Interstate 95 as long as we can remember from gun-friendly states down south and also in from Pennsylvania to New York. Governor Hochul's gun record was brought up by her challengers at last night's gubernatorial debate heard live here on WCBS. She took credit for her recent record, but then her opponents dug deep. Let's hear some key moments from our reporter Steve Burns. Steve was on the media panel last night, and here are some of his takeaways. As mass shootings dominate the headlines, Governor Hochul is turning to her record. No governor has done more in less time than I have to address gun violence. Signing a package of gun control bills just this week. But as she often did during this debate, co-sponsored by WCBS 880 and CBS 2, 
Hochul found herself on the defensive, that record getting called into question by Congressman Tom Suozzi. When the governor was a member of Congress, she voted with, was endorsed by, and took money from the NRA. Where's the principle in that? I've been a member of Congress for the past five and a half years, half years where I have an F rating from the NRA. Hochul claims her thoughts have changed. That is an attack from over a decade ago. And I said, I represented a district back then that was very different, and I have evolved on that issue. But public advocate Jumani Williams says that evolution didn't come soon enough. Ten years ago, I wrote my first report on how to deal with gun violence while the governor was touting her A rating for the NRA. I wish we had her support, so in between that decade of death, we might have gotten where we are today. We are ten years behind because people in Congress were doing the bidding of the NRA. Both Swazi and Williams were looking for a standout moment to chip away at Hochul's big lead in the polls three weeks from primary day. Steve Burns, WCBS News Radio 880. Tom Kane Jr. is the winner of the congressional primary in New Jersey's 7th District, besting six other Republicans in an area that used to lean Democratic but may not anymore. The redrawing of the district gives Kane a boost in his second attempt to defeat incumbent Tom Malinowski. Kane came close to uh, to uh, years ago in a race that was so tight it took two weeks to count the votes. This time, Kane decided to lay low, skipping his debates and not talking with the media as his opponents embraced Donald Trump. A sign outside a school in Westfield where Kane voted with his wife and daughters read, Warning! Rhino alert! Let's get the weather day ahead from our chief meteorologist, Craig Allen. Well, things are pretty good from this point on. We are done with last night's round of showers, with the exception of extreme eastern Connecticut and out over the east end of the island, and that's moving out within the next hour. This afternoon, partly to mostly sunny. It's a warm 80 to 85 degrees, and the humidity, which is pretty high right now from last night's rain, it'll come down just a little bit. Tonight, though, the next round of showers and thunderstorms approaches, and some of those could be heavy at times, especially during the late night and into tomorrow morning. I'm uh, little concerned about some slow going for the morning commute and our high tomorrow will get up to around 80 once it does clear out in the afternoon friday sunny to partly cloudy and a high again right around 80 degrees currently 71 humidity 84 percent and a southwest wind at nine craig americans are becoming more independent declining to register either as democrats or republicans a new political party in new jersey that is hoping to capitalize on that with something called fusion voting where multiple parties can nominate the same candidate who then appears on more than one line on the ballot. New York and Connecticut have done this for years. Now a group calling itself the Moderate Party, which is a uh, actually appropriate name, the Moderate Party, wants to bring this to New Jersey, not to replace the major parties, but to push them toward the center. Co-founder Richard Wolff told the New York Times that he and his wife started to feel like the Republican Party no longer represented their views. He says we started to get very uncomfortable with the extremism, but right now New Jersey prohibits fusion voting, as do 42 other states. Bans that arose after the major parties felt threatened and passed laws to shut down outsiders. One other race from uh, note yesterday in New Jersey in the primaries for the congressional seat, now held by Democrat Josh Gottheimer. The man who challenged him last time is on track to challenge him again, Frank Pallotta. The vote count is not final, but he has the edge over three other Republicans in that race. Let's hear what the candidates for governor of New York think about putting new tolls in the city next year. Starting with Kathy Hochul. I support congestion pricing, but we've been in negotiations with the federal government that has the say on the next step, and they have now put some other, I would call them hurdles in the way that we have to overcome, so this is not going to happen over the next year under any circumstances, but now is not the right time. And now Congressman Tom Swazi. It should be postponed for at least a year. 
Uh, I'm a big supporter of congestion pricing. I actually talked about it back in 2006 before Mayor Bloomberg even talked about it. I support congestion pricing, but not now in the middle of this financial crisis we're facing. And finally, public advocate Jumani Williams. The answer is we should do it now. Uh, something I've been supporting for uh, a very long time and is important not only because of the climate, uh, but because of the revenue we need uh, to deal with uh, so many issues. One bit of news that came out of the debate last night is that the from the governor's lips, it looks like the rollout of congestion pricing will be delayed until sometime next year. Signs have now gone up at Costco stations saying that to buy gas, you'll have to become member. That new rule goes into effect on July 5th. The cheaper prices at Costco typically cause long lines to form, which is believed to be the reason for the change. Some Costco members reported they were unable to utilize the gas stations, even though they're members of the store. Yeah, it sounds like my wife complained and it got noticed because she told me it was like a zoo trying to gas up at the Costco Yeah, because you can save sometimes 10, 15 cents a gallon at I Costco's. was just so happy to fill up my sad little car yesterday um, with uh, four eighty-five or forty-nine a gallon in Connecticut. I was just so happy I was able to gas up for like 65 bucks and that it's not 70 plus. I can't believe I'm jealous of four eighty-nine, but I, I am. That's the way it is. Coming from Jersey. Good morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Paul Verdain with you. Three things to know on a Wednesday morning. Well, first, a more traditional kind of COVID-19 vaccine is a step closer to becoming the fourth option for adults in this country. The FDA advisors recommending this protein vaccine by Novavax for adults who have not yet gotten vaccinated. Number two, San Francisco has voted to recall progressive district attorney Chesa Boudin. Boudin was a baby when his parents went away for their part in the Brinks robbery in Nyack that left two police officers and a security guard dead. Third thing, sources tell multiple media outlets that Julia Garner has been offered the role of Madonna in the movie biopic about the material girl. Garner plays Ruth on Ozark, and she portrayed the scam artist Anna Sorokin in Inventing Anna. Up next, our WCBS News Radio, 88 seconds in sound for this day, June 8th, when we finally began to emerge from the pandemic darkness. Welcome back, New York City. 2020. The city's phase one reopening begins today. Well, you'll hear the sound of hammers and drills again. Construction sites will be humming this morning. Most trains and buses are back for phase one. You have to wear a mask. Mayor de Blasio announced New York City will move an unspecified amount of police funding to youth groups. Defund the police is a rallying cry, but a word of caution from Governor Cuomo. You have this night of looting that I'm telling you shook people in the city to the core. You don't need police. You don't need police. That's what happens. Good evening. The summer tourist trade of a New Jersey town may be nothing but ashes tonight after a raging fire. The Long Branch boardwalk is still burning tonight. What is now Pier Village in Long Branch rose from the ashes from this date in 1987. Ben Farnsworth is on the scene of the latest for us, Ben. 150 yards of boardwalk, 14 stores, and the Long Branch Pier are gone. The pier housed the haunted mansion and Kids World, an amusement park that will be missed by young and old. 2009. The start of the nation's biggest transit dig. A new tunnel from New Jersey to New York Penn. A beaming Governor John Corzine called it an incredible project to double capacity into New York. 
and cut the commute time by 15 minutes or more each way for NJ Transit and Amtrak, whose spokesman told NorthJersey.com. Most of the Northeast Corridor is four, five, or six tracks here at the busiest part. It's just two tracks. And the current tunnel after Superstorm Sandy. It is under ongoing chemical attack, really, by all the salts and chlorides that were left behind after we pumped all the millions of gallons of salt water out. Those salts and chlorides are still eating away at the concrete, at the steel, at all the systems inside the track bed itself. Who knew when they broke ground on this spring day that a year later, after boring the west portal of the tunnel off Tunnelly Avenue, Governor Chris Christie would kill the project and send the money elsewhere. The $3 billion in federal funding doesn't even get us a third of the way under the river. Can you dig it, baby? The man who helped NJ Transit plan for that ill-fated tunnel, Chris Kaluri, is now in charge of the new one called Gateway. And President Biden has reversed Donald Trump's blocking of that tunnel, allocating $100 million to get things going. Construction could start next year. This is June 8th. Dig it. That's today's morning news roundup. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.